Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about Chris Christie's balls being referred to as the Jersey Boys? Any comments about an actor from 7th Heaven making a touching kids movie instead of a touching kids movie? Any comments about the return of a Hollywood star whose face we haven't seen in a while are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Renee Zellweger? I mean, Keanu Reeves. Isn't that right, Joel Schumacher? Isn't that right, Ghost Dad? Isn't that right, Bieber Fever? Isn't that right, George Bushes? Isn't that right, Ike Barinholtz? Absolutely. Wait, what's that? Any jokes made about the headline in The Hollywood Reporter that the production of Mrs. Doubtfire 2 is in jeopardy due to the death of Robin Williams are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right? No shit. Any comments about the death of Choose Your Own Adventure author R.A. Montgomery are A. An ill-advised reference to bygone pop culture. B. Enter the cave and drink the potion. Or C. Purely for entertainment purposes only. Uh, go C. C. B. C. No, oh, I entered the cave and drink the potion. We'd be remiss if we didn't inform the public about everything coming out this weekend. But I assure you, we won't let our guest, Ike Barinholtz, prejudice our preview of Mom's Night Out I as we give anything. the neighbors' competition here a fair shake. Thank All you. Right? I, like, let's just, in the sake of fairness, it yeah. would be tacky if you guys ripped on this other movie. Indeed. So please go yeah. ahead. <laughs> Allow me. So this piece of shit movie <laughs> tells a dumbass story of three hags who leave their helpless dickhead husbands in charge of their demon brood. Here's a clip. Demon brood. <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past. This is like 300 Rise of the Empire because a prequel and a sequel is basically what this is, what they're calling a freaky dequel. Oh. Do they fight an epic battle, Adam? Well, it's an X-Men movie, isn't it? Well, there you go. Days of Future Past is the superhero movie with a title that could win a French film festival. In fact, the Sundance Five on Sunset just accidentally booked this for a week because they thought it was the one about the dyslexic with amnesia. Wait, which one is this? Uh, this is X-Men Days of Future Past. And it's the sequel to what? X-Men First Class. First Class, so that's the first X-Men movie. Yes. Okay, I've I've seen the first X Men. That's that's the one with Patrick Stewart. No, that's X Men. First class. No, first movie. X Men one. No, just X Men. And that's the one where they tell the origin. No, that's first class. Oh, I see. X Men Origins first class. No, X Men Origins is actually the fourth movie. They waited four movies to tell the origin of X Men. No, five movies. They waited four movies to tell Wolverine's origin. In Wolverine, that's the sixth movie. So what happens in P ninety X? P90X, well, that's a sweaty, oddly exuberant Hulk yells at you. So what was the last movie? First Class. Then what's The Last Stand? The third movie. But this is the sequel to it? Correct. So this new X-Men movie, it takes place in the future? And the past. Unlike the first one? Fourth one. Which took place in the past? Correct. Just like this one, which is a sequel to the first one. Which one? I don't know. First, first, first class. class! Because I have an attorney that can see the future. Nosferatidamus, I assume you know who wins the case. Oh, Karen, I'm getting a vi vision, and the winning attorney is Nosferatudamus. Well, congratulations. In the countersuit. Wait, what? Record scratch? On behalf of my newest client, young Frankenberry. You bat bastard. Hello, ladies. <laughs> I am young Frankenberry, and I run on our electricity. I'm too hyper. I want to be more like McConaughey. Yeah, yeah just get well, yourself some bongos, right? He could yeah. he could start a religion real easy, uh, don't oh you? Oh my think? God! If he did, oh, sure. Elron Hubbard all over again. If he did like <laughs> relaxation tapes, I would be psyched. Like right, you lie down, man. lie down. 
now relax your red legs. Your eyes are getting all sleepy. Right. He doesn't even have to say words. It's, all I hear is. Ah. Uh, exactly. Uh, and meditation would, tones are totally in the. I totally meditate to him. Uh, <laughs> just a southern. Just, a southern the, uh, <laughs> you just start to relax. Like, when you hear the sound of McConaughey exhaling, <laughs> you will slowly fall asleep. Will fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually a setting on my sleep machine. <laughs> well, spoiler alert, the Ouija board summons evil spirits. You know, like Ouija boards do. <laughs> but before any of them can leave and has advertised feedback on Amazon, the spirits make their lives a living hell. From the trailer, the only bright side I can see is that evil spirits seem to have a very small playbook. It's a lot of someone that wasn't behind you a minute ago all of a sudden being behind you. So basically, evil spirits just turn your house into a Saturday afternoon at Trader Joe's. Ouija represents even more board games getting adapted into movies. We have some trailers here, believe oh, it or not, that oh, lay yeah. out the board game industry's more. big ambitious plans. i got a lot going on. It started as a routine hike deep in the woods of Discard Pile, West Virginia. All right, let's put on our colored identification shirts. Uh, red, blue, you're green, you're yellow. But what starts as fun soon takes a turn. The bridge is out. We better reverse the car. As the group comes to find they're being stalked by a madman. You're a real wild card, aren't you? And the day in the sun turns into a night of terror. You saw them draw two guns. Can you draw four pictures of the men that did this? Because something in the woods is killing them one by one. Skip! Skip! Where are you? Until there's only one left. Starring Michael Caine, Catherine Ross, Richard Widmark, Richard Chamberlain, Olivia de Havilland, Ben Johnson, Lee Grant, Jose Ferrer, Patty Duke Aston, Slim Pickens, Bradford Dillman, Fred McMurray, and Henry Fonda. Uno, your number's up. <laughs> Actually, you've probably guessed from the title that this is an update. The latest update in Frankenstein technology, the 5G 64 gigabyte A7 processor I Frankenstein. Fire bad. Now, the only problem with the update to Frankenstein is that his Maps app has no sense of direction. You have arrived at the mass of angry villagers with pitchforks and torches. <laughs> the beloved dragons of the trainable variety are also back. Of course, Hiccup's faithful sidekick Toothless returns, but joining him are a plethora of brand new dragons, all of which I will now name, along with some I've made up, and some side effects of Xanax. <laughs> There's Meatlug, Cloud Jumper, Bewilder Beast, Hobble Grunt, Truck Nuts, <laughs> Church Shart, <laughs> Disco Bush, Paxthene Jolie Pit, Jaundice, Convulsion, <laughs> infrequent urination, and hideous zippleback. I think that's a dragon, but if you get it, just see a doctor right away. The Legend of Hercules, adapted from a Clash of the Titans lunchbox. All you have to do, trust me on this, is just add It's Raining Men to that trailer, and you got yourself a movie. It's raining men. I will not stop until I return to the princess. <laughs> Clearly, this role will do for Kellen Lutz. Shut up, Lutz. What the most recent installment of Conan did for... What's his name? Jason Momoa. They have such sexually suggestive titles as The Nut Job, Ride Along, and if you've ever been to see a prostitute in Guadalajara, then you know The Shadow Recruit. <laughs> Where the, Paul is sitting on your hand for a half hour. <laughs> 
Paul, is a shadow recruit what develops when you don't treat a Phantom Menace? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for the movie Boner. There's just going to be Boner. <laughs> and that's a one-run right? And it's about he's a skeleton. Out. He's trying to promote. Yeah. Oh, no. He's a boner. skeleton. Hi, everybody. I'm you... Boner. Yeah, and his right. best friend's a Barracuda. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it here first. Boner the movie. He's boner for his body. Boner the friendly skeleton. Yeah. I want my body back. Patent pending. Patent pending. Boner the skeleton. I love that. I love that. When you're a skeleton and nobody wants to be friends with you because you can't hold on to things. Just, just look up. <laughs> just look up. It's about life, and love, and Sometimes bones. the only skin you need is friendship. <laughs> just because you're only bones doesn't mean you don't have a heart. <laughs> Kira Knightley is... The Hunger Games is really the dystopian future sport based on the modern-day leisure activity of America's homeless starving. <laughs> Welcome to the millionth annual Young Adult Games! The warriors from Hunger Games, Maze Runner, Mortal Instruments, City of Bones, Divergent, Beautiful Creatures, even the Giver are making an appearance. Now the Givers and Maze Runners are clashing their neck-and-neck neck in metaphor. Nothing means what it says. Uh, but what's this? <laughs> the referee has given a penalty to the Givers for high symbolism. That's a good call by the referees. I get that all these dispiriting organizations and governments are all parent substitutes, but making the world black and white until it has teens... Let's not get carried away. Judy, you're getting good at this. Thanks. The Maze Runners have made a breakaway. They're running. But what's this? What? The boy and girl from the Fault in Our Stars with a steel chair. Oh. It's pandemonium in the capacity crowd. Now one of the Divergent team is standing up and declaring themselves different. That they are, in fact, the one, as prophesied by an ancient scribe. Strong tactics straight out of the suburban white teen playbook. Well, now they all are. What? Every single one of them has prophesied the one. And every team has one. Oh. Whoa, the referees were not expecting that. At the end of the credits, we reveal Earth. Big twist, big surprise. Turns out there was a little more to this Big Bang. How much? Audiences will find out the following summer in Earth, the creation part two, day two. Wait a minute. How many parts are in this? Well, there's one movie per day of creation, so eight, just like in the Bible. In the Bible, God created the Earth in seven days. Yes, but we're turning the final installment into a two-part finale. But that's the day God rested. We're Marvel. We made $200 million overseas just talking about it here with you. Now, can I show you some amazing character designs we've got for the sixth day when God creates all the talking animals? You I swear to God, we just could not find the plot of this movie anywhere. Even the film's own website calls it a powerful story of human courage and reconciliation. It's something about Godzilla rising to the surface to restore balance. I'm sorry, Paul, I, I beg to differ because every one of the synopsis I read was very clear and concise and complete in describing what this movie was about. See, here, for example, Rotten Tomatoes says Godzilla. So? And? <laughs> so Godzilla, Paul. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't want a whole lot of plot getting in the way of my Godzilla. Look, everything you need to know about this movie is right there in the title. Not since Supercop has a title so succinctly informed the audience as to what this movie is about. What we need is a Supercop. There you have it. <laughs> now, Godzilla stars Aaron Taylor Johnson. Say my name. Elizabeth Olsen. Say my name. And Brian Cranston. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Proving that if you do enough meth, you will see God. Zilla. Uh, let's listen to Buong for a second. We all remember Buong, oh, right? Hi, Buong. <laughs> I slept with Buong once. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. 
I knew you met some people. When you... he actually comes, he bongs. <gasps> That's what I would assume. Can we hear it again? It reminds me of bong. Okay. It's getting hot, right? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. getting heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Come on. Give it to me. Oh, oh no. Are you going <laughs> to... Oh, all over my chest. <laughs> took weeks to clean up my sheets. Uh, Quite the bong. You remember burr. Remember that one? Burr, yeah. That guy, not good in <laughs> bed. No? No. It's in the name. You can tell he's <laughs> not going to come through no, at the he end. he does it on his own. It's yeah. quite as starts. exciting. Yeah. You've <laughs> dated him too? He, when he pulls it out, it makes that noise. It's all over. <laughs> <laughs> and then, boom, he's done. I haven't even gotten excited. Lone Survivor, in which Wahlberg dons a mask to clean up the Wild West with his faithful Indian companion, Johnny Depp. That's Lone Ranger. Oh, oh, any chance is this the story of a man rising up back on the streets? Did his time? Took his chances? No, that's Survivor the <laughs> band. <laughs> all right. Well, in all seriousness, awesome. 9-11. But when Moses finds out that he is adopted and Jewish... He hides 600,000 Jews where nobody would look. Indianapolis. How will Christian Bale match up to cinema's most famous Moses, Charlton Heston? Pretty good when you contrast these two takes on their most famous lines from the Ten Commandments. Go ahead. Let my people go. What the fuck is it with you? Interstellar tells the pre-apocalyptic, or modern day, tale of an Earth where the ecosystem's more fragile than Anne Hathaway. In this sci-fi Earth, the environment is destroyed, weather's gone crazy, there are hurricanes and Ebola, and the president's black, and the Republicans won't do anything in Congress because the president's black. Sure, it doesn't sound like science fiction until you realize that in this movie, NASA has funding. Oh, That's yeah. right, Paul. If you can't tell by how ugly everyone is, Foxcatcher is based on a true story. And with ugly people and a true story, uh -oh. well, we must finally be in Oscar season. Well, let's get down to what's important about Foxcatcher. Yes. Which theme does it best suit? Goldfinger or Transformers? Oh! Foxcatcher! <laughs> Foxcatcher. I'm going to go with the first one. I think the first yeah, one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got I more it's energy. It's oh, yeah. more athletic. Foxcatcher! Oh, that yeah. wrestles Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I think that anybody anywhere would say that someone staring at their house in a mask is mm. ridiculously yeah. scary. We yeah. should stop that then. Yes, don't do <laughs> it Guy with anymore. a bag on his head out front of your place. <laughs> I ain't just going out. just took out a loan for a business that does that. <laughs> oh, shit. Could you imagine if you did and you said, all right, I want you to freak out my buddy. <laughs> He's terrified of Holly Hobby. <laughs> as long as you stay on the sidewalk, I think it's legal. I don't know why my Kickstarter's failing. I told them for $100, I'll stand in front of their place with a bag on my head. Everyone was like, didn't you cry in the first two minutes of up? And I was like, no. Ah, you're the only person I know who did You didn't cry. shout that in the theater, though. I'm not crying. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we're all about entropy. Everything is moving towards chaos. What did you expect to happen? You had a happy relationship. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you were happy and she died. Everybody Laura dies. would like to calm the audience down. Everyone <laughs> stop. Relax. Relax. You're going to die, say. too. Enjoy our show. Oh, Enjoy your popcorn. It. You might choke on that. We're all going to die. <laughs> Enjoy the, the show. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Murray is like an urban Sasquatch. 
He's out there roaming around somewhere, and you just never know when he's going to show up. Usually it's in a movie, but sometimes it's at a bachelor party he's crashing or just some random bar in Charleston, South Carolina. Usually it's a movie, though. Makes me wonder if the producers of St. Vincent were just making a movie anyway, and Bill Murray decided to show up and crash the set. <laughs> Could you imagine, Karen? I, I can't. I Tomo- couldn't, even, I couldn't just, even read this paper. It had Bill just, Murray written on it. I, I, I want to play this out. I couldn't handle it. You get a call that tomorrow, the yeah. thing you tried out for, you didn't even know what it was. Yeah. Uh, it turns out you got the part. Uh, well, that and, would be exciting. And you're right in a there. scene with Bill Murray. And well, tomorrow you have to walk onto the set yeah. and stand there and say, you know, here's your orders, sir. <laughs> I first of all would pass out and shit myself, which I've done in the past for no reason. And On now the set or Bill Murray wasn't even there. <laughs> he wasn't even there. No, I would do that as soon as I got off the phone. There's there's three moves to this. There's okay. the I'm not a homo seat in between. Yeah, the one in between, which says, "Look, you know, we're here together, but." We're not gay. And then there's the I'm not a homo, I'm not a homo row, where the one will sit behind the other no, one. That's not, yeah, that's, not, that's, sit, a, that's a big move. They'll that's sit behind move. but like staggered. That's just like That's totally doing someone from behind. Yeah, we're not we're not you know, we know each other, Symbolism. but we're not completely thrilled. And then there's the third level where the one guy will wait in the car. Perhaps the most high-profile release of January, if there is such a thing, is Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. So in one of the dumber ideas we've ever had, <laughs> to which, of course, it's impossible for us to say no, uh, we'll, we'll introduce a few of these uh, this week's films. <laughs> a few of this week's films will, be, already... int- will be introduced uh, what's happening? by Jack Ryan Shadow Stevens. <laughs> so let's go to Shadow to announce our first film. They play rough over there, Jack. Victor Chiraven is unpredictable. You Americans like to think of yourselves as direct. Perhaps you are just rude. Coming in at number 40, this is Bobby McFerrin. And don't worry, be happy. (laughs) I've come around on Jake Gyllenhaal, though. When I first saw him... Wait, that's so perfect for Brokeback Mountain. I've come around. I've come around. I'm Jake Gyllenhaal. You did just say the you just said quote that. from a movie I've never seen. He did say he reached around Jake Gyllenhaal. I reached, I've recently reached around Jake Gyllenhaal, and I kind of like his movies now. I always like movies that take place in L.A. It's kind of fun to watch that other side of the the, the town that hopefully I don't know. Often L.A. at night. Yeah. It's Downtown at night mm-hmm. is where everything happens in movies, in like uh, indie movies or and whatever. It's you know why? for me to believe it because I've never been downtown at night. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. that really 14 years, maybe. I was led to believe those are just flats. That's just there for an establishing <laughs> yeah. shot. That's exactly it. It's not real. They were built for L.A. law. They remain today. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube Movie Review. Now, with YouTube Movie Review, we check out actual comments you've posted after watching the trailers for this weekend's films on YouTube. So, what did you make of Nightcrawler? Grindhouse Gaming posits, On one hand, I'm disappointed this isn't an X-Man movie. On the other hand, I'm fucking glad that Jake Gyllenhaal isn't playing Nightcrawler. (laughs) Alright, here we go. The Kaiser 45, one of my favorite Kaisers. (laughs) He goes one further with his insight into the career of Jake Gyllenhaal, saying... Too bad that Jake Gyllenhaal will only be known as the guy who pretended to get butt-fucked by Heath Ledger. <laughs> this movie will suck. Oh, Insightful. Yeah, he wasn't pretending. Clearly this tough as nails <laughs> story about dangerous L.A. journalism is intriguing viewers. What else do they have to say? <laughs> uh, uh, Locus E says, in all caps, by the way, Why you no turn blue? Fuck you. <laughs> Or not. All right. Well, at least uh, XPD15 changed the subject and asked, what is the name of the soundtrack? 
which it turns out is asked on every movie trailer ever, ever made. So, you know. but they're already sitting at the internet. Couldn't they just look yeah. it up? Uh, Why you gonna, gonna put it to us? Oh my god! What am I? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna go and Google find it. out. God, yeah. you cut right through that. You're right. You're already yeah. on the internet. I never, how do I find this out? I never quite thought of how stupid most of the questions now? are. <laughs> or I'd rather have like the origin story of this doll. Just I would rather have like. The, the Satan playing with it for an hour and a half, oh. just to see like what is his playtime like. Yes, <laughs> they Satan keep going. I mean, that's where it came from. Right? End up. Wait, yeah, it was oh, a conduit that's to like what? Two movies. <laughs> conduit. Sinister conduit to the damned. Yeah, see, <laughs> a sinister conduit. So. Oh. okay. Hey, this is a good time to play. I always play uh, rock band or improv troupe. Sinister conduit to the damned. Rock band or improv that's troupe. That's a rock. That's band. a rock band. Yeah, yeah that's pretty easy one. Sure. But listen, they, they have to a, the bagel factory would be uh, if it was sinister yeah. conduit to the bagel factory. That's an improv. Right. Because yeah, right. I'm just thinking cod pieces when I you say the other one. I just yeah. see like studded cod pieces. Cod piece. They can make uh, any toy. Improv troupe or rock band? Cod piece cod could piece? be either way. Okay. <laughs> cod piece? Yeah, that definitely that, could go either direction. a heavy metal group that does a, a short form improv sure. <laughs> show. In Norway. And freeze! <laughs> <laughs> Between The Hunger Games, The Giver, Divergent, and now The Maze Runner, the future hates teenagers. Right? Is this how teens see the world? It used to be that all adults wanted to do was stifle a kid's creativity, individuality, mm -hmm. and desire to express themselves. But apparently outlawing dancing wasn't working. <laughs> so now we've decided to just kill them. Absolutely. In 1985, these kids would have just ended up in detention, flirting with each other and smoking pot. Now there's danger. You got something eating like this, Granny? Oh. Alright, calm, 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 calm. No, okay. Why won't you tell me what's out there? It's not a protection, man. I love good. it already. You guys can't just keep me here. I can't let you leave. This movie Why I want to see. This is way better. <laughs> <laughs> like you, I saw the trailer for No Good Deed, and I realized another movie has hired an inferior prison transfer security system, right? <laughs> I can't believe we have 2.2 million Americans in jail. Given the low quality of success we have in transporting them from one place to another. Yes! The Defiant Ones or Brother Where Art Thou Still Crazy. <laughs> These movies just make laughing stocks out of what I take very seriously. <laughs> so then let me ask you, what makes Loctite different? Well, we outfit our custom prisoner transfer buses with the latest technologies, including special ID bands linked to the bus's GPS system, uplinked to all prisons that we work with. Whoa, pretty high yeah. tech. Mm -hmm. so, so a system like this would make the plot of Con Air far-fetched. Yes, the plot of Con Air could never exist with the Loctite systems. I think we can all get behind the idea that Con Air did not exist. Yes, but doesn't that take all the fun out of a movie like Fled? <laughs> Fled wasn't fun. It only thought it was fun. <laughs> you like plots? Good, because Expendables 3 doesn't have one of those. And even if it did, you couldn't hear it over the explosions. And even if things weren't explodings, who could make out what these mushmouths are saying anyway? <laughs> who are you? Who am you? Run! By, uh, uh, by, um, uh, 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 one scene I saw was of all the Expendables going to a prison and busting Wesley Snipes out. I don't believe that was actually a clip from the film. That was just Wesley Snipes' version of having a limo sent to bring him to the set. The kid decides that all of society should appreciate Tears of a Clown by Smokey Robinson as much as he does and sets out to put the shard back in the dark crystal or whatever. 
The movie stars Meryl Streep, Jeff Bridges, and even goes so far as to have other actors in it. Way to go, movie. At Movie University, you'll find the perfect world to come of age and overcome your problems. The beautiful campus is a sprawling quad composed almost entirely of kids playing frisbee. The dorm life offers the perfect environment to unwind and relax as you study for that big final in the subject symbolizing your journey into adulthood. All dorms are decorated by the production designer of Bed Bath & Beyond catalog to give it the most accurately collegiate feel possible. Our online roommate registration gives you a wide range of choices, such as juvenile slob, guy who studies all the time, and woman who's obsessed with you. But when it comes to unwinding, bro, Movie University is at the top of the nation for social life. As 9 out of 10 <laughs> students at Movie University are in a fraternity who parties every night, dude. And every party at Movie University is the biggest, most expensive, well-attended ranger you've ever seen. Man, complete with a giant stage, I'm talking live bands, bro. Fireworks and an endless supply of red cups and beer. That's every party, dude. That's the movie University promise. Lick ass. But nobody goes to college just to party. That's why we also offer sports. The movie University athletic department was created to give our students every possible competition to symbolize the end of their emotional journey. There's football, where the university is competitive thanks to its ace coaching staff offering a number of father figures. If you need a competition to prove that you've overcome your early inadequacies, it's available at Movie University. From competitive glee to European rules tossing the frisbee around the quad. And what would a college be without an education? Movie University, that's what. We offer a maximum of one credit hour per semester, just enough to keep that roommate studying. How can Movie University stay accredited with such a low workload? Because our academic core is composed of the finest teachers specializing in dispensing symbolic lectures that get to the heart of your journey without making a big thing of it. Why take a whole class when you can find out everything you need from a helpful teacher who dispenses wisdom after class? To our students, that's more important than finals. That and casually tossing the frisbee around campus. <laughs> this time, the goal is to get Winter to mate. Winter needs some dolphin tail, get it? The marketing people sure don't, so that makes this the behind the green door of nature movies. Winter needs to be paired with another female and soon. <laughs> oh, that was worth it. <laughs> Did you Alfred talking to Brad Pitt as uh, Batman? <laughs> yes. So, Master, Master Brad, you have to stop having so many babies. You've got 18 already. I feel like that's enough. I don't think you need any more. Yeah, but listen, Angie thinks they're cute. And honestly, I think they're cute too. I don't know all their names. But man... Let's just keep doing it, right? I mean, like, worst comes to worst. We'll give the babies away. We'll do a potluck convention. We'll, like, give them all out. Whatever. We'll do, like, a silent auction, yeah? Right. As you may know, sports stars and coaches are very religious. There's always a prayer in the locker room before the game at halftime, and the first thing any player says after winning a big game is that they thank God. So the question on everybody's mind, God, is do you root against certain teams? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, this is a little embarrassing, but I don't uh, really follow sports. Oh, okay. Well, uh, actually, all of my follow-up questions are about sports. The Immaculate Reception. Wait, that wasn't you? 
Paul, are you sure you don't mean the Immaculate Conception? Because that was me. <laughs> Wait a minute, Dwight Clark in the end zone? You didn't have anything to do with that. Dwight Clark, the country singer, right? Yeah, but what about O.J. Simpson winning the Heisman? O.J. Simpson. Oh, yes, I, I've heard of him. Is he an athlete? Well, yeah, and he killed two people and got away with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. I didn't realize he was a he played football. I, him, I know him from his murdering. <laughs> Fun fact. The Four Seasons recorded under other names, which I'm going to list off, along with some I've made up, and some symptoms of narcotic withdrawal. Okay. <laughs> Amongst the many band pseudonyms were The Four Lovers, mm. The Topics, yeah. Frankie Valley and the Travelers, sure. The Village Voices, okay. The Power Bottoms, <laughs> Frankie Valley and the Fat Chance, well, the, do- the Doilies, okay. The Four Jerks, Maybe. The DTs, Seems unlikely. The Shakes, yes. Delusions of Persecution, Definitely. and Frankie Valley and the Panic Attacks. <laughs> Angelina does something she's never done before in a movie, gain weight, when she turns into a dragon. So if nothing else sells you on this movie, there's dragons. And everybody loves dragons, except Christian Bale in A Reign of Fire. What the fuck is it with you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, one thing is for sure. If you're a fan of delicious villainy or dragons, then you'll love Maleficent. I got that right. Hey, oh, congratulations. Hey, you got it right. Oh, well done. All right. Starring Angioplasty Joan Baez. <laughs> I think it's a sexy new telling. It looks it looks like a feast for the eyes. It, it does look like a feast for the They're talking about this being eyes. a comeback for her. Did she really go anywhere? Did I? Uh, well, was she ever here? She, she had a surgery. Yeah. Oh, did she? Remember yeah. the double mastectomy? Yeah, yeah, make fun oh, of that. That's right. The preemptive. <laughs> Let's see you make jokes about that. We missed out on the... Yeah, Paul. Make your little jokes about her mascectomy, Paul. Yeah. Make your little jokes. my mascectomy jokes. Give me just a second. I got like 40 of them. Are you going to mispronounce mastectomy now? Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. I just don't want to... You know what? I am just done with this. Yeah. And we have our four verse storm out over that. (laughs) And then I can't open the garage door and just have to stay here. (laughs) The Stan Gable of this fraternity Delta Psy is Teddy, played by Zac Efron, perhaps cinema's most beloved Zac. You know, Paul, he was recently named Zac of the Year by Zac Magazine. Fascinating. (laughs) Zac Braff wasn't? (laughs) It was a fight. Zac Braff is the Susan Lucci of the Zac Award. Every year. Every year. Efron. Never gets it. The frat throws every manner of crazy loud party with fireworks and keg stands. They even throw a genius concept party where everyone dresses up like Robert De Niro. The couple confronts Taxi Driver and meet the Fockers' Robert De Niro about the noise, but never have the heart to tell Awakenings' Robert De Niro that he can't give them courage and hope over breakfast. Why do we not have an Awakenings' Robert De Niro? Why do we not have one of those frat boys just catching a ball? Get ready to whip some respectable into your bored kids with this offering from Disney Nature, which does for real nature what Frozen did for animated feminism. It's Disney Nature Bears. Now this is Disney oh, caught them in nature. Man. Disney caught them yeah, in nature. Right. Yeah, they were just in a line. <laughs> just caught it quick. Get them. Don't Three spook them. Three of them had saxophones. <laughs> Don't spook them. Don't spook them. Just let them keep shuffling. <laughs> we are not good at previewing this. No. Let me try something else. All right. All right. Oh, what do you say? They're bears. They eat fish. <laughs> like, what are we gonna do? Stretch that shit out for ninety minutes. Movie. <laughs> All right, in Disney Nature Bears, we see the bears up close in their native environment, acting as they do in nature. Tell me, why do elephants have trunks? Why? Because they don't have glove compartments. Waka waka. A Wayans returns to the big screen in a horror parody-like 
the other one in A Haunted House 2, the sequel to the one parody horror movie with a Wayans in it that's not the other one. But a better title for the movie might be the five plot keywords that IMDb places below the plot summary. If that's the case, this title would be Screaming Neighbor Chaos Profanity Sequel. <laughs> Tim, our special guest, do you know how to tell the difference between the Wayans brothers? I think... One of them has a cut on their face, and then other than that, there's they're a mirror image of the other one, That's right? That's true. That's okay. true. Okay. And then they feel each other's pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. also. G.I. Joe reference. Thank you. And if you order now, you'll receive the Basset Hound of sound effects. Rub, 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 rub. <laughs> but, what's it, but what is it really about? The quiet ones. Tells the tale of the sort of college class I never ended up in. Now, the footage was originally lost during a period we call the Great Hiding, in which all <laughs> in which all home movies of paranormal activities were hidden to never be found again. But like so many others, it was found due to improper hiding. Now that's why listeners of the movie guys choose Unfound Footage Media Storage Services, our newest sponsor. Remember that time that the haunted Mini Cooper drove that Scottish family and their 8mm camera into the swamp? Of course you don't, because it was hidden by Unfound Footage Media Storage Services, the only paranormal footage shelter that offers a lifetime guarantee that your footage will stay lost forever. But the trailer, another in a long line of noisy, noisy trailers, does go beyond mo most uh, noisy trailers in that it farts. <laughs> Think I'm wrong? Listen. Excuse me. Sorry. Gathered, Too much fruit before this session. Near, we call to you. <laughs> it goes on. Listen. <laughs> this is where Debbie died. I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> what? As friends we've gathered, hearts are true. Spirits near, we call to you. <laughs> Farts. All right, that's one. Always uh, funny. If this sounds familiar, it should. It's the plot to Dumb and Dumber. Alaka Allah. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of critics calling this plot repetitious and derivative. These people are fools. It's critics like these that give us diehard movies about Bruce Willis saving big, wide-open spaces and cities and countries. Stay on target. Does anybody describe the first Dumb and Dumber as a movie about a million-dollar briefcase and the politician who will do anything to get it back? No, because that's not the point, you doofuses. Stay on target. But I digress. <laughs> Michael Keaton's Riggin Thompson was once a huge box office star. Sorry, sorry guys, that's the subtext alert. Oh. <laughs> Let me just reset that. Riggin is famous for playing a superhero. Okay, okay, but he famously left the role. Jesus Christ. Only to lapse into obscurity to escape the role. All right, this this movie does everything but name the guy who took over Birdman, Val Kilmer. That music says clearly people are going to learn about themselves in, a, in this movie. I also heard to bring tissues. Maybe. Oh. 
Now, anytime a movie wraps itself up in a folksy montage of everyone theater. enjoying their story. <laughs> <laughs> we're done talking about exploding wood. <laughs> Cut it out. Sorry, Paul. You That's were, all right. When a movie you were t- saying. When a movie is Sorry, Paul. You were doing a show. Yeah. Hey, you wrote something that you're actually trying to say? Pardon me. The classic children's book, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, comes to the big screen to the annoyance of people that put the letters on movie theater marquees everywhere. Much like the book, the movie presents event after event in the worst day of a child's life. I haven't read the book, but I assume he wakes up to find both parents killed by a drone, <laughs> lives off food from dumpsters until he's sold into sex slavery. That sounds like a terrible day. Or maybe they should call this Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad First World Day. <laughs> Here the explorers uncover dark secrets that force them to deal with haunting moments of their past. It's kind of a Flatliners for a generation that doesn't get a good Flatliners reference. (laughs) The gates of hell are beneath Paris. I knew it! (laughs) Not since Chud has a movie sunk to such depths. Chud joke. The thing about Los Angeles is that you... Crazy just shows up, right? So you never know when you're talking to yeah. crazy. Like when in in Cleveland and Chicago, you can see crazy across the street. Sure. And crazy's coming your way. Yeah. In LA, you might be talking to somebody for three or four minutes and they go, Oh, oh, oh you're yeah. nuts. Oh, you're nuts. <laughs> totally. I, the reason I didn't know you were nuts is that you drove up in a BMW and you own the building I live in. So, oh, okay. I, I'm with you now. Go ahead. <laughs> My apologies. Yeah, you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. I got it. That's the other thing, too. In LA, you're like, Oh, you're nuts. Wait, should I kiss his ass or should I walk away because he's nuts? <laughs> he's he's making, probably got a show on somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he's making sense, but he's not wearing pants and eating beef jerky and talking about the moon. I mean, what the fuck? He's the oh, producer he's the, of what? Yeah. <laughs> he's the producer. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Big Hero 6 is the latest animation offering from Walt Disney Studios and is set in the city of San Francisco, a mythical hybrid of San Francisco and Tokyo that has made incredible futuristic advancements in unaffordable <laughs> two-bedroom apartments. <laughs> Men, women, and children. The winner of the Sundance Award for blandest title. Beating out a guy, a dog, and a bowl of ramen and garbage truck. Whereas the Guardians of the Galaxy was based on a comic so obscure that the film had to be advertised and succeed on its own merits of story and character, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is just a thing that will not shut up no matter how long you live or how many times you think you've outlived it. Back are all of our favorite characters and familiar faces. Also, Mickey Rourke's face. There was a time when Michael Bay had a reputation for directing mindless explosion fests, featuring actors as props, and plots that were nothing more than an excuse to string together special effects. Now he directs Transformers movies. (laughs) Melissa McCarthy co-stars in a role that Rex Reed is calling fat. But all joking about Paul Walker stopped last November when he died in a horrific car crash in Malibu. Also killed in the crash was the driver of the car, who I'm told also wasn't an actor. These guys all co-star opposite Imogene Poots. I've said no joke yet. This movie also stars Kira Knightley or Natalie Portman. Actually, they might both be in this movie, but it's hard to tell as together they don't take up a lot of space. Logan Lerman is uh, easily controlled because he's the new guy. Logan Lerman. Logan. I was looking for a tank. Is there a tank here? here? Are you guys my tank battalion? I hope there's no cats in the tank because I'm allergic. I love allergies. Uh, I have allergies. Are we going to be in Italy because I should take some kind of a pill? Are there sunflowers or poppies because I, I react poorly to poppies? I have a gluten thing. There's a lot of pasta. Also, no bees. I can't have any bees in the tank. I'll blow up and my tongue will swell. Oh, so that's what the movie's about? Hey, spoiler alert, an event, danger, and a mystery? Why don't you just tell me that Rosebud is the slider? Oh, what? Oh, oh, Jesus. Too soon. Oh. I never saw Naked Gun. Was Rosebud? <laughs> <laughs> 
So to sum it up, if you've just moved to this planet, you might be entertained by Legends of Oz, Dorothy's Return. The film has been critiqued by the press already, and here's an early AP review. Who gives a shit? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Legends of Oz. <laughs> Dorothy's Return. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. You, you can't get a show under the belt. Without a quote from Ed Wood or Lebowski, I right, pretty much. <laughs> and here we got a twofer. That was yeah. the best. I mean, Ed, Wood's, Ed Wood's the fucking. Great. So much more tolerable. <laughs> right, some reviews don't even mention the costumes. <laughs> Mr. White, Ed Wood here. What'd you think of my movie? Worst one you've ever seen. Well, my next one will be better. All right. Well, you wouldn't believe some people in Hollywood were actually born here on Earth, but they what? all were, what? and they celebrate birthdays just like the rest of us. That's why Karen celebrates her birthday. Wait, their birthdays, I'm whatever. In our own special too. weekly tribute. Here we go with Karen's birthdays, everybody. I'm hoping for Pam Greer. <laughs> Let's start off our week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to Mr. Robert De Niro. Oh, I thought you were going to say Richard Roundtree. Go so ahead. close. <laughs> Who turns 71 but can play anywhere from a gangster to an Italian gangster. Did you know that he and Marlon Brando are the only actors to win an Oscar for playing the same character? Do you know which character that is? Yes. Well, don't say. Do you guys know? Oh, wait, wait. Him and who? Him and Marlon Brando. No, what him? Oscar wait, wait, wait. for playing the same character. Make sure. Make sure yes. I understand the question. Mm-hmm. They Were they in vice versa? <laughs> ah. <laughs> we'll wish a happy birthday to everyone's favorite superhero, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes, who yeah. turns Without 49. whom, we might not have all these wonderful things. I know. Things. He's doing great. I know. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. I know. Yeah. yeah. He could play anywhere from a RDJ. silent movie star to black. Mr. Harry Connick Jr., who uh, really? turns 46, but he can play anywhere from a mellow-voiced jazz singer to... Sure, I'll be in that movie. <laughs> Jack Nicholson, Ooh. who turns 77, but can play anywhere from a sexy devil to a sexy cop to a sexy astronaut to a sexy mental patient. Ah, sounds like some of my favorite Chippendale strippers. That's Renee Zellweger, who turns 44, but can play anywhere from 110 pounds to 140 pounds. <gasps> Range. That's called range. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> Up next, let's wish a very happy birthday to director M. Night Shyamalan, oh. who turns 44 but can play anywhere from legendary director of The Sixth Sense to what the hell happened to that legendary director of The Sixth Sense? Oh, shit. <laughs> Russell Crowe, who turns 49. Wow. But he can play anywhere from a grumpy alpha male who is a captain of a ship to a grumpy alpha male who builds a ship. Chris Hemsworth who turns yeah. 31 but can play anywhere from a medieval times waiter to an Australian heartthrob. That's what he just looks like to me. He looks like a Renaissance Fair jouster. <laughs> FYI, everyone, I saw this when I was reading up about the Terminator. O.J. Simpson <gasps> was passed over for the role of the Terminator because producers feared he wouldn't be taken seriously as a killer. Ah. <laughs> Yahtzee. That's wonderful. <laughs> Yahtzee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> Mr. Lamas is probably best known for his work in the TV series Falcon Crest, where he played Lance Cumson. And what, what, d- time out. Yes. What? Lance, Lance Cumson. Cumson. It's perfect. It's spelled C-U-M. S-O-N. Not since, <laughs> not since Pussy Galore we had such a subtle it's suggestion of sex in so a name. So perfect. He turned down the role of Duke Jizzbag. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I 
to play Lance comes in. So, Lee, uh, Bart, I'm sorry. You know how much I love when celebrities sing. Yes, people ask me yes. about this all the time. On the street, they approach really? me. Really? Yeah, they say, is it true that what? she loves when celebrities sing? And I say, it's true. It keeps her up at night. It does. I can't think of anything else. That's why I messed up that Rachel McAdams thing. So, <laughs> in this case, I don't have a celebrity singing. But, I know, it's kind of different. But I have a song. Hey, we were spared Jodie Foster singing. I think I, that's a good day. However. I take that as a good day. However, the British rock group Asia... And they wrote a song called Alibis about Jodie Foster. Oh, sweet. And it said, here's a little bit of the lyric. Goodbye, your tiny whispers of comfort. Never the victim of circumstance. You have me deceived. So, Jodie, maybe this time will be the last time that I will ever speak your name. I'm going home. That's bizarre. Why? So let's listen to a little bit of Asia singing Alibis, which you know, I wrote the last for Jodie Foster. The last time somebody became, in, became infatuated with Jodie Foster, a president got shot. <laughs> She's that attractive. Maybe we should keep an eye on Asia. Young Jodie Foster, that attractive. Very interesting. She was a very cute young girl. This is already a horrible song. Is yeah, this like it's new? not one like of it's, it's like 2006. Yeah, this not one of their best efforts. Because you know Jodie Foster knows just what he's you saying. Oh my God, this is like a John Hinckley song. Yeah, it is total John Hinckley. I saw you in Taxi Driver. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> and that wraps you up another movie show. You the president and you'll fall in love with me. <laughs> I like your lyric better. Follow us on Twitter oh at The Movie Guys, on Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, YouTube, iTunes, <laughs> SoundCloud, Instagram, all that shit. I'll be your little mentee. <laughs> Movie guys. Bing. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Good night, Frau Blucher. <laughs> <laughs>